So GameStop has dropped over 10% overnight after earnings report. So today we'll take a look at what happened on their Q4 2019. Hey guys, my name's Jose and this is another episode of Buy or Pass. In this series, I will look at the financial documents of a company and decide if I was looking for another investment, would I buy or would I pass? Before we start, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get info on new episodes and other videos. Let's begin. So like I mentioned earlier, today we're going to do buy or pass on GameStop. They just reported Q4 2018. They took a big hit. So let's look at the information and see if it's a buy or pass now. So today we're going to look at earnings release, which was for Q4 2018. So we're going to take a look at both yearly and quarterly data. The episode breakdown first, we're going to begin by looking at the information collected from their earnings report. We'll take a look at that PDF file that they reported. Then we'll use the same website I always use, lazyfa.com, to have a better understanding of the current financial numbers. All right, guys, so here's the PDF that was shown to us on their earnings report. I did the liberty of taking, over, taking a look over the whole document and highlighting the key points, which I'm going to present today. The first thing is GameStop wants to let us know that this year was a 52-week year compared to last year, which was a 53-week. Um, in a year-to-year basis, that's 52. An extra week would give you about 2%, 2% decline, somewhere around 1.5 to 2%. So year-to-year, seeing a 1.5 to 2% decline is not that bad. Um, quarter to quarter, this is for quarter four quarter four last year had 14 weeks this year had 13 weeks um, so that again that extra week actually is about seven percent extra time so seeing a seven percent decline quarter to quarter is not that bad related to numbers right so it's still bad to see seven percent but by them having an extra week i would personally give away a leeway of about five to seven percent and say that's all right, I understand there was 7% less time this year compared to last year. So one of the big things they talk about is they are pleased to have delivered the 2018 results within their adjusted guidance range. So earlier this earlier last year, they adjusted their range and that's great to know, right? That's happy that they were able to adjust to make it what they adjusted to. If you're gonna adjust earnings, you should definitely adjusted to things you're gonna make but they did see year sales growth across video game accessories collectibles and digitals they saw a pretty flat line on new hardware sales for the year and they are recognizing that they do have a problem with pre-owned video game business they are going to prepare to address it moving forward their pre-owned video game is one of the biggest things in my opinion because that's such a high margin later throughout the episode I'm going to show you guys the margins of each of these items. We're going to see pre-owned video games are a huge margin, over 40%. So for the fourth quarter result, um, during January 16, 2019, this company completed the sale of its Sprint mobile business. So this company is no longer in the phone business. They are strictly in the gaming business. So for them to sell the business, we're most likely going to see uh, cash flow from investing being pretty high this year for them selling this business. Total global sales continuing operations decreased by 7.6%. So 
So this is for for the year. I mean, this is for the quarter. We're looking at quarter to quarter. And remember, I mentioned that that seven percent is about a one week difference. That one week difference is about seven percent longer. They had seven about seven percent longer last year compared to this year. So to see seven point six percent decrease is not that horrible. Obviously, I wouldn't want them to see that, but for them to have a seven percent decrease, it's again not the worst thing in the world. New hardware sales decreased by 9.8% this quarter. So right now I'm only going quarter to quarter. So quarter four compared to quarter four of last year. So new hardware sales decreased by 9.8%. They did have an increase in Nintendo Switch, but they had a decline in Xbox One sales. Again, they're saying the impact was mainly due to 53 week, opposed to 50, um, their 50 and having an extra week last year. And I would only give them a 7% leeway, so they, they pass that 7% leeway, which, again, that's an extra, that's too much of a sell decrease. But again, it's easy to remember, to forget that right now we're in a console system that haven't been updated in a long time. So we would expect sales to be pretty flatlined on that. New software sales decrease 7.8%. That's kind of within the that extra 7% from time. They're saying the main the main impact was the 53-year week in 2017. Again, this one, I would kind of give them that leeway just because of the 7% extra time. But again, right, um, we're in an economy that people are constantly buying games, so um, I would definitely have loved to see lower than 7%. If it was 5% decrease, that to me would be really good just right because of that time. Accessory sales increased 18.8% on the continued strength of controllers and headset sales. This is pretty good. I, I would have expected um, gamers to have bought, to be buying their headsets and their controllers from other websites, from at websites like Amazon. But that's good to know that increased sales, are, the accessories are increasing sales for those, for those products. And now that I think about it, if a gamer does break their headsets or their headphones or their controller, they're not going to want to wait two days for them to get these items. These are items they need right away to continue playing. So I definitely understand why this controllers and headsets would be um, in continuing strength. Pre-owned sales declined 21.3%. And this is both in pre-owned hardware and pre-owned software. Again, this is definitely a big hit. And we'll see how pre-owned is such a huge part for this business. Digital receipts increased 4.7% and collectible sales increased 3.1%. We're going to see though these increases are not that much when it comes to profit, but it's definitely good to see an increase here. Only thing that scares me about these two items are these two items can pretty much be bought anywhere. Digital receipts, you can just get them. This is your digital currency. I even go to the supermarket shop right Pathmark. They are selling these on the counter, so you can buy this there so these and same with collectibles collectibles maybe now with the decrease of toys r us and less gaming the guess less toy collectibles they might start increasing sales but again this is something that one can purchase online pretty easily but again gamestop has their online but just my thing is these two things are not something pretty hardcore for them these are not GameStop staples anybody can get them so for that again this is pretty pretty scary and it's good to see them have an increase 
but these are things that can easily be taken away. So GameStop fourth quarter gap net income came in at a loss of $187 million, which equates to $1.84 per share. Compared to last year, same quarter was $105 million with a negative $1.04 per share. So they did um, take a bigger loss this year. Now we'll take a look at year-to-year -year business. So their year-to-year -year business total global sales decreased 3.1%. Again, I was only giving them about 1.5% leeway due to that extra week. So this is way above it. So sales in general are decreasing. But this is pretty good to know. 1.8% increase in the United States or 4.8% decrease internationally. And it seems they're pretty much a U.S. and internationally are pretty much one-to-one -one ratio is 1.8% increase, 4.8% gives us a decrease of about 3%, and we had a decrease of 3.1%. The key takeaways for 2018 as a year, accessory sales increased 22%, collectible sales increased 11.2%, digital receipts increased 16.5%, new hardware sales declined 1.3%, and that's within that 1.5% I was going to give them due to that extra week, so I would call that flatline. New software sales though declined 5.1%, and that's pretty bad right now. I'm pretty sure there's some big gains, so games are coming out. This company declined in sales for new games. Re-owned sales declined 13.2%, and again, that's definitely a scary thing. Generated free cash flow of, two point, of $232 million. I don't generally like to look at generated free cash flow just because it could be manipulated pretty easily. Um, later on, we'll take a look at their operating cash flow. So this year was a pretty bad year for GameStop where they took a $673 million loss. So that equates to $6.59 per share due to gap net income. Compared to last year where they had a net income of 34.7%, which equate to 34 cents per share for 2017. So that's they're pretty close to hitting a $1 billion loss per year. So again, that's definitely a scary thing to watch and it's something we'll keep an eye out throughout the next quarters. Next, we'll look at capital allocation. To me, this kind of surprised me. This company is still paying dividends even though they have a negative income. This company should stop paying dividends, and but again, that would be bad for shareholders, and we would see a further price decline. This company is paying $0.38 cents per share for shareholders. That's almost a dollar. So that's, if, let's say they continue with this dividend, which I don't think it's, they're going to continue, they're paying right now a 10% dividend if this continues. But again, I'm pretty sure they're going to start decreasing this dividend or could take it out completely. The company anticipates to retire a $350 million scheduled um, senior note scheduled to mature in October 2019. We're going to see that $350 million in the, non, in the current debt. Um, the company is off to pay it off by April 4, 2019. And the company mentions that they have $300 million to repurchase shares. Right now, at this price, this company can buy a lot of shares. But again, this company should use its money for something else. So for 2019, they had some important guy look, uh, obviously I don't see important guy, but they had some strategic and financial review of the 2018 
and they're trying to make some improvements on both their financial performance and profitability. So this is an initiative they're taking charge, which includes supply chain efficiencies, operating improvements, expense savings, and promotion optimization. Based on the initial estimates, they are uh, which are preliminary and could change as the program is implemented throughout the year, the company is working to achieve annual operating improvements of $100 million. But due to the timing of the program, they are not expected to see this for this year of 2019. So again, $100 million is not that much compared to a $679 million loss we saw earlier before. So this company will still be in the red if things continue. Um, given the planned cost savings and profit improvement initiative, they do have a new CEO starting April 15th. I think his name is George. The company is not going to provide any annual earnings per share guidance at this time, but they are going to let us know that quarter earnings for the first quarter is estimated to either break even or a five cent loss, consistent with the seasonal slow first half of the year. And they will be providing full year sales and tax guidance. So we'll take a look at how quarter one of last, last year was in a bit to see how this relates with this quarter. But for 2019, they expect sales to continue to decrease about 5 to 10%. That's a huge number. And I'm sure this is the main reason this drop has come. Comparable store sales, again, decreased 5 to 10%. Before we take a look at their numbers, at, their, at the real numbers that we like to look at, Lazy FA, I just want to see the breakdown of their profit margins based on products. This is a very important thing to note. So we're just going to look at the year-to-year -year basis. Uh, right now, we can see video games, hardware. Last year, they had $1.79 billion sales. This year, they have $1.767. That's less than that 1.5% leeway I'm giving them for that extra week. So new hardware sales are in line. New video game software, 2.582% last year. 2.5 billion. So, sorry, I don't know what I was saying there. Last year they had $2.5 billion in, in, um, in new video game software. This year they had $2.45 billion. Again, it increased a little more than decreased a little more than expected. And here we'll see where they took the biggest hit, their pre-owned and video game products. They had a pre-owned uh, last year of $2.15 billion. This year is $1.866 billion. So that was a huge hit in video game and pre-owned video games and products. Video game accessories did take a nice jump. They like they mentioned controllers and headsets were a good thing. Last year they had seven seven hundred and eighty-four million dollars. This year they have nine hundred and fifty-six million dollars. Another thing to know is here we see a small increase throughout their digital and collectibles, but it's not much. Digital increased by $5 million and collectibles increased by $70 million year to year. But remember last year, they did have an extra year, so maybe next year will be better. Now we'll take a look at profit margins. And here the top three profit products they have are pre-owned and video game products have a 43% gross profit. The next is digital sales, which have a 88.5% percent that makes sense right with digital items they don't have to worry 
about shipping items so they definitely have less cost for sale cost of revenue and collectibles uh, have a 33% gross margin which again is pretty healthy numbers those three out of those three the biggest one is video game video game where the last year they had 977 million dollars excuse me of gross profit this year they have 810 so that's where they took the biggest hit digital last year was 162 millions of gross profit this year 171 a 10 million increase in digital and about a 30 a 25 million dollar increase in collectibles again compared to the almost 200 million dollar loss in pre-owned not that good to see and we can see total total gross profit this last year was 200 2.48 billion dollars and now it's 2.3 billion dollars so they did take a big hit finally let's take a look at their numbers we'll take a look at lazy fa and we're only going to take a look at a few things so here in the income statement we are taking a look we see revenue even though it's pretty flatlined throughout the years not that much big change between the past three years it's good to see we're not dropping cost of revenue is still pretty high it's still on par again gross profit we are seeing a decrease in gross profit and this is where i i find the the weirdest thing so even the revenue is pretty flatlined with with the past year and so is cost of revenue and so are gross profit our earnings before income tax have is pretty low compared to last year so last year they had earnings before income tax of 245 million dollars this year they have negative 574 million which gives gives us that negative income loss of 673 million dollar loss so if we look at the charts right it's pretty crazy how we have such a close revenue but to see earnings before income tax being so low i definitely want to take a look back to see what happened here all right guys so we i was taking a look at their pdf file again to see why that huge decrease in net income and we can see fiscal 2018 results includes asset impairment charges and other items of a total of 964.2 million dollars or so for those that don't know impairment charges are charges they get when they write off goodwills on intangible items so this year they took a 964.2 million dollar hit in there where last year they took a uh, 399 million dollars so it's almost 600 million dollars increase in charges over the year to year so if we take a look at net income we can see it's about 600 600 million dollar difference there and that's where that item comes in so that's that definitely makes sure but how much we'll take a look at their asset distribution and see how many more goodwill intangible items they might be able to write off and here we can take a look at um i was taking a look at the charts and we can see operating expense was a big jump this year and that definitely not did not help with the net income last year's operating exam expense was 2.2.0 billion dollars this year was three billion dollars so almost a billion dollar increase and we we're definitely going to see that 600 million dollar charge in there so now we'll take a look at assets real quick right we have 
cash and cash equivalents growing that could be based on the company selling its stock total debt is pretty flatlined throughout throughout here but we're going to see they're going to pay off that 350 million dollar um that that's owed to them that's owed by october it's owed it's matured october 2019 but they're going to pay it off april 4th this is going to decrease by 350 total liabilities is going to decrease so for next year as long as they're not taking more liability increase we'll, we'll see that so here a few things i want to take a look at asset allocation um shareholder equity so shareholder equity over time is decreasing because that gap between assets and total liability is increasing so here we're going to take a look at their asset distribution and we can see intangibles are decreasing over time and we can see that's where the uh that's where that write-off came off where they had that charge so it's good to see intangible assets being decreased these are not goodwill items are ones i don't really consider assets everything else is pretty flatlined i like that inventory has been pretty flat so if we take a look at inventory it is this bottom one inventory has been pretty flat i don't want this company withholding a lot a lot of a lot of inventory um, liability distribution so liability distribution we see a decrease in total in non-current debt by 350 million dollars but we see that increase in current debt because that's the debt they need to pay off by October obviously this is going to be written off and that's actually going to be really good for the company so right now the company is definitely doing bad but I, in my opinion it's not impossible to turn around and finally the last thing i want to take a look at is cash flow from operations they still have positive net cash flow from operations 325 millions but they've had this decrease over the past years and it doesn't look like it's bottoming out anytime soon obviously they have a positive net cash flow from investing but that's most likely due to the sole selling of their of their business um so finally that is going to conclude my look at GameStop. I definitely see why it took a big hit. For me, GameStop is definitely a pass. It's not a company I would want to invest in. But it doesn't look like it's impossible to turn around. It doesn't look like it's sitting at its edges just yet. So we'll see how this new CEO does. But the greatest, biggest complaint to me about GameStop is that there is no true product that they have, right? There's nothing just solely on GameStop. Most of the items can be purchased elsewhere, so now it's just the competitive market. And I'm not, I don't like it when it's a competitive market, right? I want it to be in a company where the market is pretty small. They only have one or few or one or two extra competitors and here all their items can be sold by so many stores we have best buy amazon um fye any other store entertainment earth for their for their for their collectibles so like i said to me right now it's definitely a pass but i'll see how this new ceo takes charge and we'll definitely keep an eye on him so i hope you guys enjoyed the episode so I hope you guys enjoyed the episode while we took a look at GameStop, both their PDF, and we took a look at LazyFA.com, which made it so easy for us to look at all the information. I'm curious, would you buy or pass on this company? 
Also, don't forget to subscribe to get updates on new videos. Have a good night.